Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. It's time for your Brown Showdown. NFL Week 11, your Cleveland Browns welcome a gaggle of eagles into the inclement environment of Ohio Edison Stadium for a 1 o'clock football contest. Joining us as an Eagles representative is none other than Johnny Uleka of the All About the Birds podcast. Hello, this is Johnny Uleka with All About the Birds. Johnny, good to have you back after your appearance on the opposition's position. Johnny and his boys can be found at AATBirds on Twitter. And now, representing your Cleveland Browns is Eric of the At Brownstown USA podcast. Hey guys, it's Eric from the Brownstown USA podcast, powered by the three-point conversion, where fans' opinions matter. Eric, it's your opinion we're here for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Well, as it is our custom, we'll kick things off to the opposition's offense and hear first from Johnny Uleka and what he thinks the Philadelphia Eagles will do to attack the Browns on Sunday. So the Eagles offense has struggled this year, um, but they are getting healthier. They are healthy basically at this point. Miles Sanders, you know, they have Travis Fulgham, you know, rookie Jalen Rager. They get Alshon Jeffrey back and they have Dallas Goddard. Those guys being healthy, uh, that's it. That's a big, big thing for this offense. And they need to attack the Browns defense. They need to run the ball. They have to attack with running the ball, run the ball to set up the pass. And Miles Sanders has been running very efficiently this year. Um, I think he has over five yards, almost six yards of carry. And he's been playing tremendous this season. Coming off of injury last week, he didn't get as many touches, but they need to ramp up his touches. They need to run the ball, either if it's with him and Boston Scott, and then that can open up the passing game with Fulgham and Goddard and and Jalen Rager and Greg Ward. So that's one thing that they need to do, and is attack the Browns D by running the ball to set up the pass. Wow, Miles Sanders indeed averaging six yards a carry. And Carson Wentz adding five touchdowns on the ground as well. Limiting the Eagles' ground attack could be a difficult challenge. We'll see what Eric from Brownstown USA has to say about what he thinks the defense will do this Sunday. When you talk about the Browns' defense, you have to start with Miles Garrett. This guy is a beast, leading the league in sacks as well as being one of the top pressure guys, as well as a turnover machine for this team. Behind him, you have defensive backs Denzel Ward, who's looking like his rookie year form, as well as Ronnie Harrison, who was traded for a very late pick in next year's draft from the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he's already assumed the signal caller position. Then you have veteran linebacker Malcolm Smith, who came back out of nowhere and has looked good 
as well as Mac Wilson, who's starting to resurge. If this team is going to be successful stopping the Eagles, they're going to have to be careful with the short passes. Carson Wentz has been a good quarterback throughout his career. However, this year he's seemingly been a little too much of a gunslinger. If they can keep the ball short and just give up the medium stuff, while it may be like taking body punches, it'd be a lot better than if they would allow the long ball. Well, the inclement weather should be a help to the Browns in that regard. Over the last couple of weeks, they've been able to limit their uh, offensive opponents. It'll be interesting to see what the second half of this game looks like. Hopefully, it looks more like the Texans game and less like the Raiders game. But I guess we'll see about that in this contest. Now, let's flip the field and hear Johnny Uleka talk about the Eagles' defense. Uh, the defensive, The defensive side of the ball... You know, you have guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Malik Jackson, Darius Slay, Rodney McLeod. You know, they they have players on there. Especially the, the defensive line is one that needs to, you know, stop the Browns' running attack with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's a lethal, lethal running attack. So you need to stop the run, but they also need to be able to pre- rush the passer and and pressure Baker Mayfield. I know OBJ's hurt. They do have some weapons there with Jarvis Landry and you know Austin Hooper. You know they they need to pressure him, make him feel uncomfortable, and to be able to you know maybe get a turnover because that's one thing that the, the defense needs to start doing is you know taking the ball away. And this could be a game that. You know, you see a takeaway or two um, with being able to get some pressure. But first of all, it needs to be the run needs to be stopped because as we've seen with the Browns, they can run the ball and run it and chew that clock out, get yards and score. We've seen I've seen it uh, numerous times um, this year, especially early in the season when they were fully healthy, which they, they now are with getting Chubb back. You're certainly right to be worried about Nick Chubb. He will arguably be the best football player in the building and certainly the best human in the building after last week giving up touchdown to eat up the last 56 seconds of the ball game, assuring a win for your Cleveland Browns. Truly one of the most inspirational things you'll see this 2020 season. So let's hear from Eric and how he thinks the Browns will perform on offense this Sunday. This Browns offense is led by two names, Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb. Chubb is arguably the best running back in the NFL. He's literally competing for that role with Derrick Henry. Although Henry's been healthier, Chubb came back from injury and has looked like a stud and like he hasn't missed a beat. And Kareem Hunt is the perfect complement to him. Just watch what they did to the Houston Texans. It's scary good. Baker Mayfield can produce but he's not as high as those two. On a good day, he can go ahead and sling the ball in there pretty well. However, on his bad days, you gotta watch out. Finally, you have their guards, Joel Batonio and Wyatt Teller, who have quickly become the top two guards in the NFL. Literally, these two have opened up holes that not many others could and have made this run game even sturdier. If Cleveland is going to win this game, they're going to have to run the ball, keep running it, and then when 
The defense finally thinks that they have it. Let Baker unleash. Whether it's short, whether it's deep. The thing is, if Baker Mayfield gets comfortable in that pocket, then it's going to be a dangerous day for the Philadelphia Eagles. And this will be a truly fascinating matchup of strength on strength as the Eagles' formidable defensive line matches up with Teller, Batoni, and the boys. Those guys are going to be protecting Baker Mayfield as well as leading the way for the K-9 combo. We're going to have to see how productive they can be coming into this Sunday's contest as well. So now, boys, time for the predictions. We'll start with Johnny Uleka of All About the Birds. What do you think happens at this contest and who do you think wins? The keys to victory uh, for the for the Eagles, you know, they they just need to get the offensive going. They need to be able to come out, go out on top first. They need to score first. They they have to get ahead in the game and you know take that momentum early. And that is a huge keys to be able to do that. And to you know, the offensive line getting healthy should bode well with them being able to run the ball. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a close game. I, the Eagles being pushed up against the wall, backs up against the wall, it's going to be a close game. I have the Eagles coming out on top slightly 24 to 20. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a grinded game. But I do think the Eagles will come away on top at Cleveland on Sunday. Uleka, consistent as always, sticking with the four-point Eagles win, and sticking with the same 44 points that he did in the opposition's position. So, let's close things out with Eric, as he tells us how he thinks the game will turn out. With the wind calming down this week, it should be a game that is winnable for the Browns, and I honestly think that they will win this game. I think it'll be close, but I think that we'll see a 21-17 win for the Cleveland Browns. That running attack of the Browns should be dangerous against Philadelphia. And guess what? The passing game could hurt them a little bit too. Not to mention Carson Wentz does not look like the same quarterback from a couple years ago when he was an MVP candidate. Carson may not be in the MVP conversation, but at the same time, I think he can do an effective job this Sunday. And Wentz has had issues with ball security this year. Let's see if Miles Garrett can't take advantage of that weakness. Football's a game of possession and position, and especially in the bad weather, the Browns are going to have to do their part running the football on the ground as well as doing an exquisite job kicking and covering in special teams. I'm going to give the Browns a one-point victory, avenging Carson Wentz's first start back in his first season after the Browns traded away the rights to draft young Carson Wentz with the second pick overall. I think the Browns win this game 16-17. to I'm taking the under again. And we'll see how high that is next week. Okay, and with that, we'll put this one in the book. Joining us as our Eagles representative was Johnny Uleka of All About the Birds. This is Johnny Uleka with All About the Birds. I want to thank you guys for having me on and talking the opposition. And the way I always end it, go Birds. Excellent job, as always. Thank you so much for joining us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. And for the record, Johnny can be found at AATBirds on Twitter. And for this program, representing your Cleveland Browns was none other than Eric of the At Brownstown USA podcast. 
This is Eric signing off for the Brownstown USA podcast. Check us out on Facebook as well as on Twitter and Instagram at Brownstown USA. And remember, dog check! Wow, that was our first dog check. Well, Eric, thank you so much for making time to join us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I'm your host, Thelonious 7 on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. Hello, I'm Neelai Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.